So guys, in person for the first time. Hi everyone, how's it going? How's it going? Episode fourteen. I don't know what to call it. You know this bumper edition. It's kind of weird speaking to you guys actually face to face on the podcast for the first time. Just call it the bumper edition. That's bumper the title. edition it is. So mm. yeah, we have to get used to having these mics in our faces and stuff. So welcome. How are you guys doing? Not bad. All good. Not bad. Yeah. It's a bit cold, but yeah. Like in the studio, yeah. yeah. It's in my house. <laughs> um. We've got the Portugal-Morocco game in the background and they've just had a big chance. But in case anyone notices us distracted, that's probably why we have a weird laptop in the corner. So, yes, uh, Mr. Hurt by Football, CJ, hello. We, we, we have to change this stupid no. title. We have to change this dumb title. Hello. Everyone hello. has their own title. And then we have the football manager, Will Smaz. How are you doing? Good, I'm good. I need to change mine as well because we can nah. become like a pro football manager. But that's actually, what you. That's what you proclaimed at university. Back in by the days. Back in the yeah, days. Yeah, but that's we're, what you proclaimed. We're, so we're talking the championship back in the days. So not even. As to be fair, I'd say uni was like what 13 years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, we still live off our highs at university. Okay, that's how we yeah. do in our 30s now. I like your top mass, big Atlas Madrid fan. Yeah. Yeah. Leon Leon's gonna get triggered <laughs> if he sees this. Um, oh. Yeah, I like your top as well. Came right in time. I have to come with you know something a little cool for the in video appearance on brand too. Yeah. So yeah, I guess um, let's um, kick off. Uh, we've got two segments, of course. Um, so the first segment we're going to do our podcast essentially, and second segment I've got your teams which you both have not seen, um, which is submitted to me, and I've got cards. So we're going to go position by position. I'll give it to you, and you, we were supposed to talk about this earlier, and we completely forgot main part of us meeting up so <laughs> midway through if you hear the zip go on that's it's in the bag so i hope you don't see that um i guess we start where everyone is shocked brazil give me your thoughts start, start with mr mexico here because he's from south america right? so <laughs> what what did you okay. i mean i know you didn't watch the whole thing and stuff like that but from reaction and stuff what's popped up at this stage in just us understanding Croatia as a football country, we should not be surprised if they try to get to penalties and then win on penalties. Like it, it kind of is a given now because they did it last World Cup too. They've done it again um, against Japan. Basically, they didn't play great. Could have lost that game in 90. Waited out the extra half an hour. Went on penalties. To be fair, Japan was a terrible at taking penalties. You mentioned the other day, they only had five shots on target in the group stages. One of the, I think one of the lowest counts uh, of any team. And even the XG was like one of the lowest as well. I can't remember the figures. Yeah, it doesn't but surprise me though. That but what, it goes back, I mean, it goes back to uh, CJ's, uh, what did you say? Like, you can't, you would expect that from Croatia. So, like, do you, did you expect that from them? Like, did you even think they would be in the semi-finals? I didn't think they'd be in the semi-final. I, truth, I didn't want them to be in the semi-final because I think they're just... up to last time. And yeah, yeah not even now. I just, like, I wanted Brazil Argentina to be the semi final. Like that would have been it would have been good. Game. It, no, it would have been a good game. Like yeah, absolutely right about that. But I think and remember I said this to everyone in the group yesterday. The only team that could have beaten Brazil would have been Croatia. Croatia yeah. Because yeah. I feel like all the teams they've played so far also haven't been that great. And so everyone's been, oh they're favourites, they're favourites, they're favourites. Okay, cool, they're favourites. But they lost to um Cameroon. That's, admittedly, that was they, a red flag. admittedly, they swapped that out what like half the team or whatever. Yeah. Cool, but lost to Cameroon. They haven't really had a hard game. The way I feel that they play only works if you allow them to play like that. Obviously, like for any football team, but you have to give them the time and the space to express themselves, right? For them to like put their stamp on the game. Croatia are not going to let you do that. And it, it kind of it's kind of weird. The first. Disrespect to say that the first big test that Brazil had, they failed. Again, yeah, and you should know by now that when you play Croatia, you have to be streetwise. Yeah. So the way that they got countered every time for that goal, for the for the goal that they conceded that led to them penalties, you're winning one nil. They're blocking that goal though, like deflection and first shot on target the whole game. <laughs> in the second yeah. half of extra yeah, time, yeah. you make your own luck, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that Croatia by and far did much to win that game. But from the bits that I did see, 
their right back was causing a lot of problems. So it wasn't just their right know, back and centre back was good to be fair. Yeah, like it wasn't just a thing of attack versus that's defense. The, the guy with the mask, mask yeah, yeah. Vardiol, I think he plays for Leipzig. Ryan Madrid are after for seventy million pounds. It's quite seventy, but he's like twenty one years old. You can see why, like semi finals of the World Cup. I mean, apart from his mask, is basically the standout player. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I mean, uh, uh, one of the key things I'd probably want to Sorry. highlight. Uh, Whoever scored, Julio Felix. Yes, that was quite a score. Wow. Um, Maz, I'd love to talk about. I mean, we have to mention this boy Modric. Like what a player, honestly. Thirty-seven years old, has to be considered one of the greats now. Surely. Oh, definitely. I think. I think if he's not in consideration of one of the, he's probably one of the best midfielders I've seen. Probably like. Is he I, is he well cl- is he world class and does he now, does his uh, Ballon d'Or actually makes like. His Ballon d'Or made, made sense last year, to be fair. That was the last year of the season before. The season before. Yeah, I mean, he was un- unplayable that season like, with Real Madrid. At 35 years old. At 35. But then you say that uh, Benzema won the, ben- won the Ballon d'Or this year at 33, 34, which should be relatively old as well. But, yeah, no, he definitely deserves a world-class tag. In my books, Modric, I think he's done, he's done it all in the game. Well, apart from obviously winning the international trophy, but straight close to a final of the World Cup. Yeah, with four million people. <laughs> That's the population of the country. So, and, and the best part about this is we're going to be obviously taking your, taking your teams out, and none of you put Modric in just FYI. Taking your teams. I think you didn't. Because we'll, 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 we'll get there, but yeah. bring that up on the, on the segment later. But I was on the consideration, but I've miscated. That dissuaded me from what my so players did. Again, I mean, we have to like say it now, right? But are we expecting. Depending on who wins this game, Morocco, Portugal face Croatia. Do you think they're going to make the final? Wouldn't surprise me if they did the same thing. Second time again, and they know how to. I don't know. There's just something about teams that just know how to win. France, France. I mean, these are the famous last words: the box to box curse is going to strike again on camera this time. That France are going to apparently breeze through England, which I hope it doesn't happen, but. The way they're playing with like a lack of players. I don't think, I don't think it'll be a breeze, but I think um, if England's defense can tighten up, Harry Maguire keep <laughs> Harry Maguire. He'll I bet he'll have a top game today. <laughs> watch him. Um, because where is it? it's uh, uh, Croatia, Argentina, right? And then whoever wins both these oh, games that, today. I made a mistake there. I yeah, they're gonna face. No, no, it's, no, no, it's Morocco, Portugal plays France, England, and then it's final. So it'll be Argentina. That would make Croatia. sense. That's why they're on the same game. Smart guy. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, are they making the final, Croatia? I think I at this think stage, no, no. it's hard to say that they couldn't make it. I think they have a much higher possibility than I would have said before the Brazil game, obviously because they won it. But as in, I think the belief from that game now is... They got rid of Brazil and they were the favourites, right? Oh, Every, by everyone, far. Everyone. everyone was like, this is Brazil's to lose. And then after that, it was Argentina. So I would not be surprised to see them beat Argentina now. Is it Argentina? No, I think, I think Portugal are more of a favourite than Argentina. Really? Yeah. To me, yeah, they're a, they're a more well-rounded team. But I, I think I think Argentina will be, will, will be there. Yeah. I'm not going to sit on the fence. Messi has to have his whole fairy tale, though, right? Yeah, no, I, th- I, th- I, think he will, I think he'll drag them into the final. Messi. Yeah, I, I mean, I he's what four goals and two assists. Like, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. He, he he would create something. So I'm I'm just going yeah. through the sorry as you as you speak. Um, I'm trying to look at. I mean, we haven't really touched on the game that's going on at the moment, but I wanted to see what they're lining up as if Ronaldo's actually started again. Oh no, bench. Oh, no, it's the same guy again. Yeah, yeah, Ramos, yeah. hat trick. How, how could you not? Start? It would it would be a very yeah. very. Apparently, that was his first appearance for Portugal. And he just banged in yeah, a hat yeah. well. trick and an assist, right? Yeah. yeah. And he didn't get a 10 out of 10. He got 9 point. Was it 9.3 or 9.8? It's like, what else do you I need to do? To many, get I don't think anyone gets 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is well, like, what else do you do? That's a perfect game, surely. Unless, like, okay, sorry, he didn't have a goal line clearance on his own on to stop a goal being scored. But he didn't stop some. He, he didn't stop someone maybe from dying scored, in the stands. Maybe if he scored, scored another hat trick, would have been like 10 out of 10. But that, not many people get 10 out of 10. Yeah, but yeah, but that's, in my opinion, if you score three goals, three goals in a World Cup, 
the last 16 and an assist as a striker in 75 minutes. Maybe 9.5, but 10, like... <laughs> what more can you want ten. from someone? No, I think that's it, man. But, um, yeah, so one of the key points uh, I wanted to bring up was a discussion. I mean, we've mentioned him multiple times this time. Leon, if you're listening, and he, and he watches this, I mean, he's going to get triggered by your shit. Um, and then the fact that I would have loved if he was here because the... the I mean, we're talking like he's gone to someone else, but I literally <laughs> just saw him yesterday. The, um, the conversation we had was just looking at the actual Brazil team, like man for man. Is there actually anyone of quality in that team? Let's just be real about this. And another discussion, which I want to touch on here, is the Neymar debate. Because I am very strongly in the camp that I do not classify him as world class. He's not a world class player to me. To me, he is. We can touch on that, but it's I'll, I'll be keen I'd to be, hear. I on that, actually. Really, I, I I think the I mean if if we're gonna quickly just divert to it, he's a world class class player. Yeah, he's underappreciated. I think purely because, like when your brother put in a group about how he's the Andy Murray of his generation, he's a perfect summary. But Andy Murray is world class. He is. He just has the unfortunate luck of being born at the same time as Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. But it doesn't mean he's not world class. He is a very, very good tennis player. Neymar is a very, very good footballer. I, don't know, I, I think on the group someone mentioned that they put Mbappe in front of Neymar. I'm thinking, why, I is, can't, why, yeah. why, is, why is Mbappe? Because he's won the World Cup at the age of nineteen, well, and he's Neymar's he's, won everything else in. in but he's in not won football. anything apart from the Confederations Cup with Brazil. But that's and he's that's, been like, that's like saying yeah, but Ronaldo's for Messi, or, though, isn't Messi's it? not because Messi Ronaldo is world class as well because you can classify him as the amount of Champions League he's won and the Euros. But Messi's only won Copa America, right? Yeah, but that's look at how many look how many trophies. Neymar's trophy cap is not that big. He's he's won. He's not won the he's not won the Champions League with Barcelona once. Yeah. How long was he at Barcelona for? Like four years. Mbappe's not won the Champions League at all. Yeah, but he's won the World Cup. Nice. Yeah, but like that that trumps everything yeah, what you no. say about yeah, but, yeah, it. But that's not saying okay, Pogba is, is world class because he's got he, the, he was at a certain stage. He's not at a certain now, he's, he's not like, anymore. I said at a certain stage he was considered as world class because him and Kante in that France team So is is Jude world class? No. Why not he's won the World Cup? Because he doesn't perform the last World Cup he had what one shot on target. He's still won the World Cup. Nah, but he doesn't perform. That's my argument for Neymar. Neymar's not performed at the World Cup. It's, it's not about performance. Though. It's, it's it about, is, though. But you just said Mbappe's won the World Cup. So he's and he's lost. performed. Just that's remember, what I'm saying. Just, rem- just remember the last World Cup, France won, Giroud did not have a single that's shot on target. Point. Yeah. But the logic you had is Mbappe won the World Cup. Won the World Cup. And why? Because he because of his performance. It wasn't just him, though. Remember, it's a team game, right? Who won the the Golden Boot last World Cup? Um, Harry Kane. Yeah, it was Kane. All the penalties. (laughs) (laughs) So is he world class? (laughs) Kane is world class because he performs at the World Cup. But he's not won anything. And by the way, that's a shout out to but, but that's, that's, that's because that he plays that But that's we're going back on we're going back on performance, right? But then that defeats your argument against Neymar. No, but this is okay, let me break it down. My point with Mbappe was he performs in the big stage and he's won the World Cup. My original point was the trophy is won. Okay. But he's won that nineteen and it didn't it's not like he was playing as a substitute player in the World Cup. He was their key player last time and they won it. Okay, so if on Fra- his okay, okay. on his merit, if France go on to win the World Cup, yeah. does that make Dembele world class? Because he hasn't performed. Has he performed at this World Cup? That's so he comes game alive game. in the next two, three games. So quarterfinals. If he scores a winner in the World Cup, do you classify as well if they win it off his brilliance? Okay, but say he doesn't even score, but he just plays very well, has an assist. Does that then make him world class? No, because, because that if will you be, look at the that's your definition. You look, though. Yeah, but if you look at his career. Like, he's not performed at all, right? It's the one game... Is one, if we're looking at Neymar's career, he performed really well with Messi and Suarez. Like, at that point, in my opinion, at that point, he was probably in the conversation of the top but, five but, players. But where is Mbappe... World Cup aside, yeah. Mbappe, has he performed for PSG, apart from the league games? I could and say the same he, for What has he done for... I would say the same for Neymar. He's not performed for PSG either. This season, he has. He's, he's unplayable. They've not won anything. Well, they're going to win the league, like, let's be real. But at so, Barcelona, Neymar was unplayable. To, to me, that. Neymar's world-class. He yeah, just has yeah, the unfortunate luck of being in the shadow of Messi and Ronaldo. And when that when that's now gone, I think with Neymar, it's very much a, you take him for granted. 
Probably. and don't I understand think, yeah. what he does. And I'm not saying like don't understand what he does in terms of you don't, don't understand wrong, football. Like, I think he's a sick player, but I just find when we have these conversations, when we talk, so Le- again, I have to bring in Leon's argument here yesterday. He was obviously on yours. I was the again as usual. I'm the only one fighting this corner. But except my brother on the chat said that even he doesn't consider Neymar world class. But essentially, sorry, not Leon. John mentioned uh, Lewandowski is a is considered world class, and he rates him higher than Neymar. And I would agree with that because Lewandowski's performed and won everything, and he's in an inferior international back, team. As going well. back to your point, Mbappe in the World Cup is not in the World Cup. Yeah, but you look at his tro- again. We look at performances in. What did he win? Like one Champions League with Bayern Munich, won the, the league. Is, you can't you can't compare okay. them because Lewandowski is an out and out striker alongside Harry Kane, which would be a fair comparison. Neymar too. We're just talking like in world class category. So obviously Ronaldo's there, Messi. Yeah. But if and then we're talking like who's the next? I'd I'd put Mbappe in front of Neymar at, at this yes, current moment. Yeah, no, no, I I'm not saying I wouldn't put him. I'm saying you can't just discount Neymar completely. But he's he's in, he's in he's, the same bracket. He's, he's yeah. yeah, he's in the same bracket. He's in the same bracket. And I, I, I think he's I, world I, class too. Just to make maybe yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe it's just me. <laughs> maybe I've taken it wrong. But at the same time, if we're talking about world class performers in the big stage. Yes, winning is a part of that that you need to take into account. For me, Neymar just about barely makes that conversation. Because, yes, you can probably work class at top five, but you look at the rest of the people and where they perform. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's, okay. So I've, I've conceded, by the way. No, so. no, no, that's fine. But I just want to say, the one point that you've said about not winning stuff, how many of England's golden generation didn't win anything significant? And I'm talking like, um, okay, like, Ferdinand, I've got Champions Leagues, um... There were so many of like Gerard's never won the league. Gerard never won the league, but the league, league, yeah, twice, but he never, twice. yeah, but never won the league. Lampard, okay, Lampard won a bag of stuff. Did someone just score? Morocco. Someone did just score. Morocco, no way. Morocco. El Nasiri, striker. We love wow. to see it. Love to. That's right. Passion. That's what we love to see. So, um, do we want to segue on to perhaps an African team making it to the semi-final for the first time? Well, don't or press should it, we not man. Oh, well, Here we it's go not, again. Not time um, but just before half time, no. So while this is going on, because we obviously want to see the replay, the we've talked about Neymar, but the conversation point at the beginning was going through the team of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Richarlison, let's make it quick, and you can both as in give your it, points. Yeah, well, uh, not, it's quite hard to now classify. We're saying like discussion. good, bad, very good, mediocre. What's the keeper doing? Oh wow, that is. If they go out, the keeper is definitely having a big about that. jump. By the way, that is a huge leap. Um, keeper, the keeper was nowhere near. It's so easy for him though. He's pretty much limited. The ball was like where the mic is, and the keeper came out here. What? Yeah. Yep. Ronaldo yeah. is not impressed. Can't wait. I think it would make much of a difference. Um, yeah. So going through the squad, quick. Uh, the discussion. What I was saying yesterday was that is it a valid choice? I don't know what we say. Rating. As in, for them to that? be in the lineup. Yeah, do you, do you agree with them in the lineup or not? Okay. I think that's an easier who, way. Who? So I'm going to go through the Brazil team oh, yeah. because the discussion that we had yesterday was that they di- I don't think they had anyone world class apart from Neymar. Mm-hmm. And I think Vinicius has probably performed better than Neymar in this world. Cup. Correct. So I'm going to go through the names. So Alisson, is he better than Edison? Did he perform his World Cup? Yes or no? Well, I don't think they've conceded many goals. Okay, so you've got to say yeah. Yeah. What's your call? I mean, to me, him and Edison are basically the one and yeah. the same. To be honest, like, it's equal for him. Yeah. It's just sad um, that obviously only one of them can play. So, yeah, I guess. Danilo, left back. I don't think too much of him, to be honest. Many I don't think options. Yeah. Thiago Silva. Yeah. But bear oh, in mind, we're good. talking about Brazil here, who probably can find someone who played for Spain and recall that and just be like, you know, they Brazil. True. Diego Costa did the opposite. Right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Thiago Silva, 37 years old. Can't argue against him. Gabriel. He's performing in the. He's solid though. He's performing in the league. But they didn't perform. They, obviously, they've gone out. Yeah, but, but was, he is a it, very good it? defender. Yeah. I mean, who 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 were the backup defenders? As in, that didn't make the squad. I mean, uh, didn't make I'm the looking at their bench right now. So they had Bremer. I've not heard of that guy. I think he's in. Uh, Werder Bremen or something. German league. Probably. Uh, they have Fabinho, obviously, that can play there if they need to, mm-hmm. and. That is it. That is it. Okay, Portugal have woken up. Uh, Alexandro could have played left back, FYI, uh, from Juventus. 
Then you have Edo Militao at right back. He can play there. Wait, hang on. Well, the other option is Danny Alves. And yeah. Alves is 40. Though. Yeah. I, I think there's... As much as I love Alves, and we'll I, see this I when just, we have our I team later. There, there has to be better. There is a better choice there. Maybe I don't know off the top Clearly of my head. Clearly not, because otherwise they wouldn't... Yeah, happen. but this is the discussion that's happening on Twitter about like Tite. Like, he just stuck to his s- silly selections. Like, for me, the one that sticks out... Um, out of everyone was Rafinha. Uh, I think there was a huge hype around. I think Anthony, when he came on, was probably their best player on the pitch. Yeah. And I don't understand how you do not play Anthony. You have Martinelli on the bench. Again, I'm biased, but come on. I thought Anthony, for me, worked better as an impact sub for Brazil. Yeah. That's why I get it. Like I understand it because I don't like him that much, but I can understand how as a footballer people like him. Bruno G never played, by the way. Like they Stupid. I'm surprised he didn't start alongside Casemiro, to be honest. And they played uh, Paqueta instead of Bruno G. And he was he, he was so many chances. See, well, but to me, that doesn't yesterday. make sense, right? Because Bruno G is more defensive. So if anything, but then this is playing Casemiro, right? Because it would be, for me, Bruno G, then Paqueta just slightly in front no, but, to go up and down. Bruno yeah. can play anywhere. He, he can run up and down. And he scored goals for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But also you have to remember his big name bias, right? This is this is the discussion that's, about that's, his manager that's, now. That's because that's, that's the same thing with Alves too. It's big name bias. But same with Silva. So it, so the the Alves well, no, was chosen instead of he is good. I mean, he hasn't been that great for West Ham. I like no, on no, form. I, I, I on form, I would have gone with Bruno, but I get but it. That's Pacquiao the thing. A bigger name, is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying as in actually, he's not losing it. Him and Bruno probably at the same level in terms of net and like status wise. True, but. I'm, I'm only just trying to think maybe it would be okay if we've got Casemiro here it's fitting it around that rather than Casemiro has Casemiro to start. Got to play, yeah, yeah, yeah he, has he, to he was he was he's, one of their better players in the World Cup that's he's, what I mean. he's world class yeah. I would say so it, it's fitting it around that right and maybe it's okay Bruno doesn't fit as well with him I, just, I don't know oh Jesus got nothing going for him uh, Neymar obviously in the con- Rafinha started I don't like him I don't think he's hit the levels that he has at Leeds and Rodrigo came on Really, I, I Rodrigo's, really like I like, I like Rodrigo. Yeah, really I like Rodrigo him. a lot. Vin- this is now Vinicius, probably their best player at the tournament. Didn't really play well yesterday, though. He didn't play that great yesterday. Yeah, yeah he was. No, the right, the right back was like <laughs> on point, as you mentioned. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the creation right back yesterday was on smoke. I, I don't know the guy's name, and I'm so sorry because you should get your flowers. But he was everywhere. Juranovic, number twenty-two. That's all I know. He, he was, an, and like even if he wasn't necessarily there to get the ball, he was there as an outlet. He was just, which was up and down. I kept seeing. Yeah. So uh, that, yeah. Re- the discussion yeah. then ends at Richarlison. Okay, Richarlison's only in that squad. Hang on, this is this will make sense because of everyone else around him, and they need him as a focal point. Static. That's it. It's like Giroud, right? Well, they, well, they don't, don't really have any other choice. But, you they have do, multiple he, choice. I mean, if this if that's the tactic you want to go, he for. he just doesn't Jesus doesn't fit fit their style of play. Which yeah. I don't understand how, but apparently Jesus doesn't start. And plus, doesn't score enough goals. Firmino, yeah, he doesn't. He didn't get picked, did he? Well, that, that I found quite surprising to be honest. I mean, if you wanted someone to get on the pitch to allow enablers around him to, yeah, play, he's the per- he's the yeah. <laughs> that's the guy. He that is the best person for that. That's um, true. So yeah, I don't know. In 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 summary, yeah, Brazil thoughts. I'm not really surprised. I didn't. I just found the arrogance was too high in my opinion. Obviously, yeah, but you've been saying that since they started dancing around. <laughs> I just found it disrespectful, man. Like, <laughs> nah, to be fair, I agree. Like, I think the manager was a bit too much. I got like Paqueta scoring his first goal. Yes, please. Like, go to the fans, celebrate. Uh, even if it's the second goal, fine. But let's not pretend like we were expect. Like, I'm sorry, with all due respect, we were not expecting South Korea to beat them. Everyone knew under their breath that it was going to be a whitewash. So just like the same way, just play, win, and just be respect and just move on. Like, no, do you know, what? I, I, I don't mind even the third goal. I don't, I don't mind, but it's just the manager is a bit too much. That that was my only issue. The manager. It just crosses this path where you're just like, you're dancing for every goal. It's not even half time yet. Yes, we get you're one of the greatest nations ever to play the game. You've won the World Cup five times. Do you know what? Just Alan, like Alan Pardew in the World Cup. Like FA Cup, yeah. And yeah. everyone was like ripping into him for it. Yeah. But at, at the same time, you look at him, he was with Palace, right? Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was Palace. And, yeah. and come on, man. Like, but he's got, they scored a goal. Right? Yeah, in the FA Cup final. Like, But he didn't celebrate with the club, with the team, right? This was like everyone coming to Tite yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they is, were dancing. I, was I, don't, like, I don't mind the dancing. 
it's just the problematic fallback of it is you make sure you have to win everything afterwards, otherwise you look Thank stupid. You. That's Thank it, you. right? That like me is people can do whatever they want because as we've already said on the podcast, this World Cup has been all about culture and for better or for worse, that term keeps being used to either defend what people have done or lambast people for what they haven't done. So my whole thing is it's fine. Dance if you want to dance. Just in first because that's kind of like what you need to do keep that same energy i didn't see none of that energy yesterday however if croatia had danced afterwards that's my point (laughs) i would have loved it there you go can you you imagine croatia dancing though yeah listen modric i'm sure can bust out a two-step okay man that guy was being piggyback after the penalties because he couldn't walk some guy had to like take him when they celebrated (laughs) the guy's like please take me to the celebration twinkle toes on the pitch like yeah um I just find disrespectful. Maybe that's a culture fine. But, but my just... thing is always, this is not as a slight to South Korea. From the first time that someone dances after scoring, bro, yeah, I will break your legs <laughs> yeah. before I concede again. Yeah. I'm not letting you no, dance. Especially the man it's gets like, involved. Imagine, it's, like, it's, like, it's like if, like, I don't know, if I'm playing professional football, I score and I start crip walking. I know so, the next person I have to try to go past is going to try and absolutely gonna, hack my legs. Yeah. Because... And I'm not saying South Korea should have just wiped out the whole Brazil. I am not advocating for violence, okay? But that would have been a bigger incentive to me to be like, nah, these guys are taking the piss. You know what? Let's not have this, guys. But my, my whole thing is, I don't really care. It's just, it looks bad now because you then had a game and then you lost that, straight away. That's why I said, that's why that's I, I shut up after the argument on the chat. I was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to stop here. And I'm going to let, let the World Cup, I'm going to leave my Brazilian thoughts until we finish the tournament. And that's what's happened. We try to keep the same energy. I, I, that's what I, I, I'm my saying. thing is, I don't mind it, right? Like, cool, I get it. Samba culture, like that's the thing. That's fine, but you just have to also sadly accept that if you're going to dance when times are good, people will take that and then use it against you when you then lose. That's all. Anyway, well, yeah, that's our thoughts in Brazil. But um, I guess we halftime one 0 Morocco. Um, we can jump on to the second game yesterday, Argentina Netherlands. Uh, what were your thoughts, Naz? As a as a lead journalist, didn't watch the whole game. I was shit, no, I did see like the highlights afterwards. To be honest, I think um, it's probably the best game in the tournament so far from what I've seen. And I was disappointed with both teams. It was just like it was very sloppy, and I I think it came to life in terms of entertainment. Yes, probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, only, but that's only because they equalized the in the last no, minute. Plus stuff going off off the pitch and. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, uh, the, the theatrics. Also, yeah. for the uneducated here, which would be me, what did Van Howe say in the press conference that everyone was so one, mad? Yeah. No, I think it's something around, like, he knows how to handle Messi or something along them lines. And um, I think there was obviously history from Van Argentina knocking the hot um, Holland out of the last World Cup. Yeah, last World Cup on penalties, on penalties as well, wasn't yeah. it? So basically, it's just all mine. It's, it's just all history of mine games. Oh, okay, and from 98, if you remember, there was, I think that, that Dennis Bergkamp goal against Argentina. Yes, they, that those two countries have just had this. That's like I think there's stuff going on like during, during the penalty. I also guess as well. Sorry to cut over you. It's also quite fundamentally different football styles, which is probably why there's more of a beef, so to speak, between them. Because you've got Holland and the whole total football, right? Which essentially is why Barcelona, for better or worse, play the way they do now. Because Cruyff reinvented yeah. exactly how Barcelona play football, and so you've got that. Then you've got South America, and then Remember, I was saying this earlier, it's all okay because they're South American, so shithousery is allowed. Like, Uruguay twats on the pitch, but everyone goes, oh, it's fine because they're a South American team. Um, it's, it's, it's then called, uh, what's the word? They use it for Hurricane quite a bit. Tactical mouse. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurricane's but, very smart for elbowing someone in the back and almost <laughs> causing a neck injury. But yeah, tactical, right? Nudging someone as they're just in the air yeah. and not getting caught, but tactical. Uh, instructions for someone? Maybe he's just lost. Did we just go grab someone from the stands? Like, or maybe someone was lost and, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, but I don't... It was a weird game, right? Because, like I was saying to you, I don't understand why everyone made such a big deal about, oh, um, look, Argentina are doing this and Argentina are doing that, or the Dutch are doing this and that. Because, like, the way that Argentina were behaving was still shit. It's just the Dutch gave as good as they got, right? And so, when everyone's like, oh, the Dutch have been unprofessional, but let Argentina do that anyway then why would like you just get walked in yeah so I, I don't understand why it's okay for them to do it but then it's not for Holland to do it 
and obviously things got out of hand, like the bit with Nathan Ake when he got fouled, and then Paradise just booted the ball at the subs bench. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I would have been like, you know what, it's cool, regardless of whatever happens after the game, in the tunnel, I'm seeing you. Same way Fabregas with but the pizza, dashing it at someone at Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. Did Van Dyke come, like, knock him out? He pushed someone. Yeah, he came yeah. and pushed yeah. him over, yeah. Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. And he That's didn't what he got a caution, nothing. No. But he got a card afterwards, I think. He got a card afterwards. I don't think he got anything. There were uh, 17 out of 22 cards. Yeah, but he, the ref kept uh, booking people on the bench even during the game. The guys were standing up and he was booking the player. Like uh, Di Maria got booked, uh, Luke de Jong got booked, and everyone was just like, why is this guy not concentrating on the game? Yeah. He kept booking people on the bench. The I think the Argentina coach also got booked in the first half. It's just like, just focus on the game, man. Like it's It was silly. Because but, I, I know, yeah. um, so Edgar bet on this um, yesterday. He was betting on a match. He said as soon as he saw the referee that was going to be for the game, he's like, in the Champions League, this guy's always card happy. So he, he was like, I put money on it, obviously, because he was like, as soon as I saw who it was going to be ref in the game, he's like, I know there are going to be cards galore. 17 out of the 22 players got a card. Dumfries got sent off. He got two yellows. I didn't realize he got sent off, to be perfectly honest. After the game, right? Yeah. So, I... But yeah, what what's... um. What was, I mean, one of my points on this game was uh, Argentina, again, crediting Leon, but this is why we have a community. Um, Argentina are the shortest team in, sorry, Argentina is the shortest team in uh, the World Cup. Argentina, <laughs> Holland, Argentina. Yeah, oh. they're, they're, they're considered one of the smallest they teams are. in the World Cup. And it took the Netherlands 75 minutes to realize long ball football would actually work. And then guess what? It actually got them back in the game. And when it back when it went to extra time, they went back to passing. When you've taken away the uh, Frankie De Jong, uh, your, what's the other guy, Klassen, all your technical players, they got subbed off for Werkhorst, Luke De Jong, the tall guy, and you don't have any technicians. And then you went back to playing football, and you've essentially I don't know I don't know why they just didn't continue playing long ball football. I mean, more like a question than a statement. Uh, whatever you have. It's just Van Gaal, isn't it? You know, it's what he does sometimes. I mean, you were talking about uh, us earlier, like how uh, like that's that's what he does. What United was the philosophy like, at United as well? Like, is that the same? Pass sideways and not move forward, pretty much. I, I don't. It's the most boring football I've seen. But with United. him, isn't his whole thing? His whole stick is going to be pragmatic football, right? Like that's what he's famous for. Not necessarily doing, you know, like the fancy stuff, but just doing what needs to get done. Some, to get a result. Sometimes I think you've got to play to the player's strength and. Going back to United with Van Gaal, like our players, the strength was not passing sideways and total football. Which no, I agree. But do you also think a part of that is you didn't have the players for it? Yeah, yeah. that's that. Play, play, that's that's, that's the argument, argument, right? Play right. to play strength. Like the same. And y- y- yesterday, player strengths were knock it long or like. What well, I mean, not even long, but you know, like play some balls into the box. I mean, Van Dijk was striker for yeah, the last ten yeah. minutes, and that it made sense to me because you're trailing. You've got two of the tallest strikers in the fucking world. Someone to knock it down and then And you're just yeah. like, okay, fine. And then I don't know, it felt like they felt they felt sad for doing that. It's like they betrayed their philosophy almost. And I'm just like, you've got back into the game. Like, come on. Let your level Isn't, doesn't that raise a wider discussion right around football philosophies versus actual pragmatism? Because for instance, with Arteta and us winning the FA Cup, that goes against completely everything he believed in. And you can tell that now based on how we play now yeah. so compared to how we won the FA Cup. But he did it because, you know, we needed something. So actually, probably was like, if yeah. I get a cup, Maybe then but teams haven't managed them and A, B, C. Like, look at Spain for example. They had one plan only, and when that failed, they had nothing else to. Listen, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have all the smoke for Spain. <laughs> I have all the smoke for Belgium too. Right. I have all the smoke for Italy Germany. because it. Well, nothing. This is again football philosophies versus actual pragmatism. Spain will pass the ball around and do literally nothing with it. Yeah. When's the last time it worked for them? I th- I think the the whole era of tiki taka has gone. I think it's, it's tiki taka is dead now. mainly because teams know how to defend against it. When it was a brand new shiny toy, oh yeah, you didn't know what you were getting cut. Yeah, open it, like it was death by a thousand cuts, right? Yeah. Because oh, I'm gonna slide everyone over on this side, climb in the middle, try low block. It still doesn't matter eventually. But also, Spain had no certified finishers. That's the biggest I thing. I mean, Morata. Morata's not a striker. He's not a striker, he is, but he is the best to be a striker, you have in your squad. Yeah, like and, he, and as soon as he came on, he created chances. Yeah. I'm not like, I said, like Since David Villa retired, they have not replaced him, and that was in 2017. Torres, Torres. Torres was there for, for a bit, but he wasn't that Torres. good. Torres. 
Torres. Okay, okay. Yes. if we're talking about Torres of old, yeah, not Liverpool El Torres. Nino yeah, Torres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. He stopped being El Nino Torres. <laughs> I've seen that shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying he stopped being that guy though. Like for quite, I say, it's very much like a before and after phase of him when he was a guy that was still riding off his name rather yeah. than the guy that was actually terrifying people. On his day, yeah, easily amazing. But he, he wasn't that guy for so long of his career. Morata, so like, I know he's a striker. I'm convinced he's using money laundering. Apparently, legal purposes, apparently, because he doesn't score that many goals. Big money moves. Uh, Madrid, Juventus, Atletico. Atletico yeah. Chelsea. Chelsea, but he... he well, he's been to Juventus like three times. Or does, that, Madrid. or does that point more a discussion around the fact that there's elite strikers are so far and few in between that you're paying dumb money for them it, it, it goes back to i mean this is a good uh so because maz you wanted to bring up something again so essentially what i wanted to do is you we talk about philosophy we talk about spain we talk about germany i don't remember who was on this but i think it was my brother and adi when we were talking about two episodes ago how um or it could be sorry john and, and my brother where we were talking about how the, the way Spain and Germany over the last 10 years have changed their philosophy of football, that they've essentially stopped producing number nines. And that's also affected the general European market. There's two people you can blame for that. Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. Because yeah. they've made the big stand-up striker essentially redundant, right? Salah and, as well. No, but you could say Ronaldo, towards the end of his career, has been an out-and-out striker. He's had to. He's had to. Yeah, yeah. So he's, right. he's had to. So like, you can't really. I, I think the person to blame is Guardiola. To be honest, like he's the one who's. For well, me, it coincides with Guardiola and Klopp. Yeah. Coming well, into Klopp, because, maybe not because so his much. Klopp is a German, you know, he, not well, not really the new philosophy, but it's that heavy metal. I do, I hate that term, but like full out press and essentially stop. I would say I would like to say stumble upon Firmino. Yeah, I was gonna say because. Because without Firmino, he yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. But but, th- but then he went out and bought Nunes, who's an out-and-out striker. So he still plays in left. But also, I think the reason for that I is think because to that. he realizes that you can't try and recreate a team without Mane to have Man- a Mane replacement. You have to just re- like rebuild to that effect. And because I remember reading that someone was saying someone way smarter than me about this is essentially the way that Guardiola play and Klopp play is similar in terms of philosophy. Yeah. In terms of getting the ball high up the it's pitch, possession. Generally, it's, mainly it's possession based, right? It's still the same philosophy, just they go about it very yeah. chalk and cheese. Yeah. But it still comes down to the whole being in influential positions to cause turnovers to happen and then flooding weakened areas and then scoring. So it's, I've always said it's quite interesting, as much as I don't like Liverpool, they've done very well. In Especially with the budgets. I mean, we keep yeah. saying about budgets and stuff, but. City are essentially, they're, they're state sponsored, right? So. State-backed. Yeah, they're state-backed. So the fact that Liverpool have been able to take them to the wire as much as they have, genuinely speaking, has been good for the Premier League. Because if it wasn't for Liverpool, the last five years would have been boring as hell. And we would have been no different from the German League where, what, Bayern have won it 10 years in a row? In in Spain, where it's either Barca, Madrid or Atletico, sometimes. But, But even then with Atletico, it's... They concentrate everything on that, completely fail everywhere else, and just make a really good run. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, they hit the Champions League final like three times or something. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think United to blame as well. Like, with, with matched spending of City, you spent more. But yeah, or spent more, but it's just management has been so shocking. That's, that's, that's having the wrong people in the right positions. No, it's, it's having the wrong... Because, like, Woodward is a commercial yeah, guy, right? Is my is mic it? actually working? Is yeah. it working? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, sorry, let's just bring it back to the philosophy thing, like, because I, I want to tie it into what, what Matt said about the Spain. So, do you want to just raise your point around Spain and Germany, and then we can probably, like, work around their philosophy and how it's different. And yeah, no, I'm just going back to... World Cup. Enrique at the World Cup, I think. And, obviously, what's happened to fall out afterwards. I... I I know he was sacked, but part of me thinks they should have stuck with him and given him another Euros. So basically, like Flick, well, Hansi, Hansi Flick, Flick yeah, well, well, sticking what Germany did because it's, it's not his fault. It's not, it's not Enrique's <laughs> fault. They, they don't have a striker. Same, same with Germany. I mean, like German football, and I remember we've said this before about because of the fact that Bayern have such influence in the league, 
means that you can only pick so many players from Bayern and then the quality kind of starts to diminish. So okay. I guess my, well, your point is around Enrique. My, well, what I read was the fact that he was from Barcelona or he's like a Barcelona idol. Well, Alumni. You say, well, a, le- yeah. you say a legend. Um, he had a lot of friction with a lot of the players because there's that whole Catalonia versus Real Spain. And he was selecting players that were falling in line with what his beliefs were. Uh, and for example, like again, it's it's an argumentative point. I still think Sergio Ramos should have been in that squad. Whether he starts yeah. or not is a different story. The should have been in that squad. But if it comes to tournament football, where the pace of the game is not as fast as it is, Ramos has obviously declined. He's old, no, but he can still do a job. I was gonna say like, look at Pepe. At- and you're playing Rodri as centre back. I'm sorry for that. They deserve to go. Anyway, like, that, I don't know. Honestly, Busquets, Busquets, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a world class player, but he shouldn't be nowhere near the starting 11. I think, I think the issue for me was, like I said, with De Gea, I don't support United. De Gea not going to the World Cup is actually criminal, yeah. Like, and then you looked at the way the, Simon yeah. was like playing sometimes. That, what, what game was that? Were you trying Japan. To yeah, I, I Japan. Just, I it was all over the place. It's that whole theory of playing out from the back. Because even better but but back. this is what ties but, into but, the philosophy. But, but, but and the thing uh, is, and this is what this, and again, I do not support United. I want to make this very clear. De Gea is not that bad with his with the ball. No, 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 no. You're pulling okay. that face, but right. he, I'm not saying he's as great as Ramsdale or Pickford, right? But. He's also not as bad as everyone makes him out to be. I know, he's not, like I mean, he's he's a lot better than people I'd, like. Oh, he I'd can't have him in goal, and and he would have saved Stop. saved a lot more shots than what's simple. Yeah, hundred and ten percent, he would have been better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I I don't like. But, it's, but it goes back to he doesn't fit. This is what this yeah. is the Enrique thing which I was talking about. I think they they collide with his beliefs. Yeah, yeah. and he's just like you're not gonna play. Like he's out. And I think this is the interesting thing, right? Because being a national coach. As much as it is about, I feel like I keep saying pragmatism all the time, like it's a buzzword. Maybe we call this one the pragmatic debate. Um, as like, it's so much of it is about, okay, you have your philosophy, but you also have to be pragmatic with what you do, right? And the because you, you only have these players for what? A month before a tournament starts, yeah. if that? Two and weeks when it is time. Yeah, right? exactly. So, and as much as I do get annoyed with Southgate at times and say he's too conservative because we should have won the Euros, um, like for me, it'd be Croatia. That's, that's not, a, it's not a conversation we should have, Definitely, we should have won the Euros. Should have beat Croatia last time round. I think it's keeper of two years. It's the second time it's done that now. Yeah, it's is that like him? Man's moving like Flappy Anski of old. This is insane. Anyway, um, you have to, you have to, you, you, you have right? to combine what you have with what you need to do. And Southgate, to be fair, has done a very good job of minimizing players' weaknesses yeah. whilst making England work as a team. Because remember. We've had Sven Goran Eriksson. We've had Capello with with arguably the best, best ever squad. England yeah. squad. And what was achieved with that? Literally nothing. This is your boy. Uh, sorry, your goalkeeper is Diego Costa from last year. Oh really? That's the guy that United starting today. Yeah. I do not think he looked like that. His bridal price is definitely going down. Well, he has touted at forty m. You you mentioned him. Like you know, he gives us really high high rated actually. Maybe it's the norm. Um, but it goes back to, yeah, like you said, they managers have found, well, they need to find out a way in fitting the players around what their philosophy is, but also giving your team the best chance to win. That's the main thing, right? And then again, you have the age-old question of do you have the best players on the pitch or do you have the players that can do a job so it works better as a team? Because we've always gone back and forth with, that, with Trent. Yeah. So yeah. in certain games, Trent would work in, I feel, other games when you're less likely to have the ball or you know that like Mbappe versus Trent would never happen. You never want that to happen because it would be horrible. Oh, he's coming on. Cancelo's coming on. Pepe is coming off. Ronaldo's coming on. Yeah, this is interesting. Hail Mary um, time. I guess. I guess in terms of players, we can wrap up this segment with your point, uh, which you mentioned around oh, Premier yeah. League players. Um, what, yeah, what, what's the what's the observation? Well, it was just more of a obviously Richarlison scored two very good goals. Um, what was the well, he scored three, but two very good. Yeah, two very good goals. Um, and it just made me think 
obviously we're going like I will be biased because I watch the Premier League more than any other league in the world, but we haven't really seen many Premier League players. Sounds really bad now. I've said it. Do much this World Cup, and obviously I know you mentioned about Rashford and Saka both having three yeah, goals each. They are the they're not top scorers in the league, obviously in the tournament, but yeah. they are the highest scoring Premier League players at the current moment. And I, I just don't know if that's just because when it comes down to it being more of a team game nationally, it kind of balances out because there's other people from other leagues involved, and so they're not as standout as you'd expect, or whether that's just because. No, I think just thinking out loud, like Richardson, obviously you mentioned. Casemiro has not had a good, has a decent World Cup. Decent, yeah. Yeah, but he's still knocked out. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but everyone has to get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, someone, someone, someone has to go somewhere. Not Brazil, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Brazil don't get knocked out, remember. Someone has to go somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Croatia have, have not got one Premier League player, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh, Perisic. Oh, yes. And also, um, Chelsea midfielder. Oh, the one that's Kovacic. And then there's another Chelsea player that's Croatian that came on, I think, the game, yes, I think the commentator was saying, even though it, he's at Chelsea, I don't think he's oh, ever played for them. One of them lone ones. Yeah. Oh, so I stand I think so anyway. I think the, mm. that was what the commentator was saying, so I could be wrong here. But, yeah, I, I just don't feel like there's been... We've seen much of the Premier League players in this World Cup so far. And that's not in a, oh, the Premier League sucks or not. Just It's just more an interesting observation, to be honest. Apart from this, the usual names. I don't know. Yeah, it's just popped up on the screen. He's had a good World Cup. Yeah, Premier League. But he doesn't play for Chelsea. So he doesn't. Hardly plays. Kai Havertz has scored two or three goals. I don't know. I rate him at the moment. Havertz, okay, I don't like Havertz that much. As Kush always says to me, he repaid his transfer fee when he scored for Chelsea in the Champions League so final. Is he, playing, is he being played out of position as well? Yes, 110%. Yeah. Because he came on for Germany cold. Man came out of nowhere and scored two, two goals. Yeah, yeah. Cold. Again, he's not a striker, is he? So No, but he the rest, the, the, but the whole of the German team in that match were clearly just yeah, moving yeah. around like headless chickens. He kept the score twice and scored. I mean, they still went out. But, yeah. So uh, the, the question I was just going to ask was, like, is there, a, obviously from the usual suspects, is there anyone... Uh, are there anyone from the usual suspects that's standing out in terms of performances so far? I mean, you keep repeating this, but obviously Mbappe, but like with the whole Premier League lens on it, is anyone just Premier League focus? You can do both. Um, like anyone that stood out for you where you're like, wow, I didn't realize, like, surprised at all. Yeah, by or probably surprised. So not like your usual Messi's or no. I mean, you were expecting Messi to do, you're expecting Mbappe to do what he's doing. I don't know, I don't know if there's anyone specifically that's standing out where I was like, Wow, okay, I didn't realise he's this uh, he's a quality player. Bellingham. Yeah. Didn't really expect him to. I mean, we knew he was good, I but not. Yeah, I yeah, slightly... Yeah. So, my whole thing with Bellingham is, I think, when we had discussion about yeah. who do you think are the best players in the squad, and I said Bellingham or Saka, and even though, for me, Bellingham is in a weaker league, whenever uh, Dortmund have played City, he's been the best player on the pitch. Always, and he's scored. I think all his Champions League goals Basically. actually have been against City. So I'm not surprised that he's done so well. It's like a nice thing to see. Um, I just, yeah, I, I wonder what's going to happen next. Obviously, we will know he's probably going to get sold in the summer. Like, it's I can the just, worst kept secret ever. I can see just either PSG or City. Just, I just, I think, I think City made a mistake with Phillips. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he'll go PSG. I think he's going to be. Premier League, Liverpool, City. Yeah, yeah I can't Liverpool see. City. I don't see him going anywhere because it's it's a good way to sell in the project now of Liverpool. We're having to rebuild. We can build it around you. However, he's Liverpool potentially. Too, yeah, but yeah. apparently Liverpool being out for sale and all of that means that potentially, do you want to go in when there's uncertainty? Because these are all things they will take into consideration. Because especially the way his dad was yeah, in I terms of. I don't think there'll be uncertainty at Liverpool. I think their structure is just like yeah, they've got their too. identity now. Yeah. But there's just like But that structure only exactly. works as long as the owners are there. Because I mean, in the look last at Chelsea month, and the Chelsea structure worked until Abraham Rich sold the club, Todd came in. Todd like we're besties. Um <laughs> but Todd Bowley came in and he's changed a lot there. He got rid of the negotiator, um, Marina. Yeah. I'm not first names like I know these people. I don't. I've never met them in my life. But he got rid of her, he got rid of Czech. Yeah, he did, like he ripped everything up to rebuild it. Mm. Got a T shell. Um, I mean, that to me was, I I, I sent that Kieran Diet clip, didn't I? Like in the group chat. Yeah, the one know. where. Apparently, he was, he was he's got a little like bits inside. with that because why would you say that 
but at the same time you don't need to i mean you don't need to come into public obviously it's that i don't want to name that channel because they were islamophobic and all that kind of stuff but it was on that twitch yeah but i, I, I don't get why you'd come on to that to then say that when it's obvious there's always going to be players right that are never going to be 100 happy with the manager so i don't understand why that was as big a thing as it was because in other news water is wet like yeah. there's always going to be players especially when you've if you've been a favorite of the past manager yeah. that when someone else comes in and tries to implement their own style and stuff they want to go i don't like this is someone injured who's that because someone's is that someone's man size i mean he was he pulled his hammy the last game when they played like the what is it they went in extra time didn't they morocco yeah, yeah i know you're about and then spain was just messed up and somehow still continued i think he's just running off again and i really really want morocco to win i actually want portugal to lose what so Morocco. England can get re- what so England can get revenge for all those years ago with the Ronaldo wink? Yes. I want Portugal through. I'm just not going to drive past Edgar Road on my home. Well, that, my thing is just yeah, like, you're you definitely going to have to avoid Edgar Road. How can you how can you uh, avoid Morocco's? Um, fuck. Uh, how are you going to avoid Morocco's brilliance so far? I, oh yeah, this is another segue. So we've been calling it the World Cup of upsets for how long? But actually. We just need to probably call it the fact that the countries that people didn't know about, because we've probably been quite Eurocentric with these views, or at least Western world centric, in terms of it's been all Europe or South America, South America. Yeah. that actually a lot of these countries are a lot better than we've given them credit for. And 100%. The, the, mm. like, the football floor, I guess, for all of them in terms of technical ability and talent and mentality is a lot better because who saw Saudi Arabia beating Argentina and you can't put that down as a fluke. Like they deserve to win on the day. They, actually, as they actually played some, like I think I was reading about like their talent ID. They specifically uh, were developing players who are a bit more physical as well, Carl, taller, uh, could withstand the heat, so to say. Like they've just been in those conditions and stuff. And like, I mean, from what I saw, I was quite impressed with the style of play that they had. Really they're saying about saying about America, aren't they? Like yeah. USA next next. Like I've, I think I think and I'm saying because I'm half well. America, half American. Canada and America will do a lot better the next World Cup. And Mexico are going to well, be there as well. So. Well, USA are guaranteed the spot. Yeah, Canada, Canada, Canada as well. Why? No, no, they don't because it's it's Canada, oh, America, see. and Mexico. They're all Mexico, hosting yeah. different That's businesses. That's why the numbers have gone up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I think they should just left as it. There's forty eight, right? Is it forty eight? But it's like. All those countries, right? Because I guess the first day, just kind of, okay, you have to be physical enough to complete, compete. And then there's the, te- the technical aspect of it as well. But the MLS is a lot better now than it was five, ten years ago. Like the last time England played, um, the last time England played America was 2010. And that was a draw, competitively, not in friendlies, but competitively. And that was a draw as well. So when everyone was like, oh, England are going to beat America, I was just like, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. And, a lot of countries now are a lot better. Same with all the African countries too. Like they're not turning up just to be a number; they're actually there to compete and do as well as they can. So I think it's probably time we give other countries their flowers in terms of how they've developed the game. Both they're playing in higher quality leagues. I'm not saying that their own national leagues are terrible. Before anyone tries to get mad at me saying that, I'm not saying You're that. Setting yourself up for that. No, no, I'm just making it clear. I'm not saying that. Um, a lot of them do play abroad and managerial wise as well. A lot of the managers that are now representing countries are managers, ex-players from those no, countries. Like Carl Squiros and um, even that... Because um, a Morocco manager is an ex... Not the Morocco, the... Um, he's, a, he's an ex-Moroccan player and he literally... Took started, over in August. Yeah, end of August Ridiculous. he took over. Is it the Saudi Arabia manager as well? Oh, Rene... Um, he's been quiet. I don't know if he was he, he's Zambia, Ivory Coast, they won. He's they won everything. But did, didn't he used to manage someone in the UK... In, in, I, I'm low, low division. What was his name? It's Remy Harvard. Yeah, I'm sure he used to 